0: Welcome to Audio Shelf.
1: A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany.
0: And we are the voices in your head.
1: Hello! I'm Brittany. And we are Audio Shelf.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm a silent patient.
1: Ooh! Brad. Brad. It's perfect because we are reviewing The Silent Patient today. Ooh,
0: by Alex Michaelides.
1: Mm-hmm. We are doing the audiobook, and the audiobook was narrated by Louise Brealey and Jack Hawkins.
0: And it was eight hours and 43 minutes long.
1: Which is not... A long time for a suspenseful Mm -hmm. book.
0: Yes. Speaking of suspenseful. Yes. That leads us to the genre. It is categorized as a suspense thriller.
1: Mm, But mostly suspense. Yes. Mm -hmm. So this book was... Very interesting to listen to. Basically, we have our main character, Theo, who is a psychotherapist, as he says. Multiple
0: it, times. It
1: is British, so it, it does have psychotherapists instead of just therapists. Just
0: regular therapists.
1: Um, and he has a patient named Alicia, who is a silent patient. She has not talked in seven to ten years, mm-hmm. I believe. And that is because she killed her husband, Gabriel. Yeah. So she is now in a psych ward or a mental hospital, and Mm -hmm. they're trying to get her to talk.
0: Yes. Where are the words?
1: Not in her mouth. So Theo... Leo is basically seeing her every day and trying to coerce her to speak. Yes. And also he kind of has like this weird –
0: Hidden agenda. Yeah.
1: Like it, it seems very weird how he wants to interact with her. Like he seems kind of like a fan yes. of hers because she was a famous artist mm-hmm. along with Gabriel who was a famous photographer. Yes. So when his death happened, it was like – big news. And that's basically where we pick Mm -hmm. up in the book.
0: Yeah. So I really enjoyed this book. I like what you said, very much suspenseful. I wasn't thrilled. I wasn't on this roller coaster of emotion. Um, A lot of the reviews say there's a lot of twists and turns and Mm -hmm. there are like there's a big twist at the end. But I wouldn't say throughout the whole entire book, there's some twists and turns for me. Yeah. So I felt like it was a very slow build suspense that I enjoyed being on. (laughs)
1: So for me, I had kind of the similar feeling as you in the beginning. And then I was kind of like judging it because I was like, I know what's going on. I got further into the book and I was like, oh, this is actually really, really good. This This is is well researched. (laughs) This is really well thought out. Yes.
0: Supposedly, Alex Michaelides used to work at a mental institution.
1: It makes sense. Like you can totally see it. But I went into it just after reading the description being like, There's not going to be any research here. I had lower expectations than Mm -hmm. what I came out with, which was like, oh my gosh, this is great. Like, this is very well researched. Mm -hmm.
0: And it was honestly a perfect depiction of narcissism. The character that is developed throughout the entire book, you kind of understand who he is through this mindset of this diagnosis. And it was a great... Depiction,
1: Yeah, it's really interesting. The story is told because it's deeper than just a patient and doctor relationship. The story tells through Alicia's point of view, which is why there's two narrators, Alicia's point of view through her diary entries Mm. and what is happening in the moments that lead up to Gabriel being killed. And you kind of get the sense like Alicia didn't do this. There's something weird at work here, like something happened. And then you have Theo.
0: Exactly. And then for Alicia, it wasn't kind of characteristic of her. Yeah. And you kind of question there was something in the middle.
1: Yeah, exactly. So then you have like Theo's story, which is his job life and then his personal life. Mm -hmm. And I would say all of it was kind of shambly. Mm -hmm. Like he wasn't really well liked by his colleagues. Like some of them liked him. (laughs) But then there was like some that were just like, no, I don't know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And- you suck.
0: Yeah. For me, Theo was a very annoying character. Mm-hmm. I really disliked him as a main character. His wife was Kathy, an American. An
1: American Kathy.
0: And I also loved the narration when he changed his voice. Yes. The narrator changed his voice every time when he was speaking for Kathy. And it was American. Oh, yeah. Perfection.
1: Yeah. It was great, Um, which is something that we want to talk about. The story was in my opinion, I thought it was great. Um, we will have a point at the end of this video where we kind of do dive into spoilers. We'll let you know before we do that. So you can either exit the video or you can stay on if you have listened or read the silent patient, or if you just don't care. Mm. So we'll have something for that in the, in the, in a second. But for me, I really enjoyed the story and Brad also enjoyed it, but maybe not really enjoyed
0: it. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the, the storytelling, yeah. the ability to kind of put me through these different character perspectives. However, it wasn't exciting for me. Yes.
1: And it's because we both had a different experience with it. Mm-hmm. Brad had some sort of knowledge about it and I did not. I missed the bus on that <laughs> knowledge.
0: The narration. Yes. Can we, let's talk about that. Yes. Because I thoroughly enjoyed the narration for the female character. Yes. Yes. Breely, Breely, Breely. Oh,
1: Breely. Mm. Bradley without the D.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I loved her letters. I felt so so much emotion for Alicia through the narration. Oh my gosh. And I, I think that kind of took Alicia's character to a whole new level and made me doubt all of the facts that the officers and the the psychiatrist and everything else, all the facts that they laid out. Yeah. Kind of made me doubt it a lot.
1: Yeah. You kind of felt like the same amount of gaslighting that was Alicia was feeling... You started to feel as a listener because you were like, why is nobody trusting this woman? Why is nobody believing what she's going through and Mm -hmm. telling them? Like she's seeing shadows, Mm -hmm. like she's feeling these things and hearing these things, but nobody wants to take the time to investigate it. Mm -hmm. And it's because she has previous mental health issues. Shouldn't that be more of a reason to take the time with her Mm -hmm. and really figure out what's happening Mm -hmm. with her rather than dismissing it?
0: Yeah. I honestly love a silent yeah. I really do. It's one of my favorite things to do in session. If they're not talking, it's a kind of like a puzzle for me to figure out how to get them to talk.
1: Do you just not talk with them?
0: Sometimes.
1: You stare at each other? Sometimes
0: we stare at each other. Sometimes I'll go off and do something else and then kind of like play a game. Let's say I play a game and, I, and I'm like, hey, you want to play? And they're like, mm. and <laughs> like I look being silent. And... <laughs>
1: They're not very silent. They're like, "Mm."
0: (laughs) But I'm saying, do you want to play a game? And then I start playing the game, hoping that they join in.
1: Ooh. Do they usually join in?
0: Sometimes. Sometimes.
1: Unless they're 14 and then they hate everything.
0: Exactly. Then they tip over the game and everything. Ooh,
1: Teresa. Yes.
0: But yeah, so I love a good silent patient in my rural life. So (laughs) I was cheering. A part of me cheered for Theo. Yeah. And his motivation to hear Alicia's point of view. Yes. But I also didn't like Theo, so.
1: Right. Mm. The narrator for Theo, we already talked on him a little bit about like his Americanization of Kathy, Mm -hmm. which I thought was phenomenal. I kept forgetting that it was a male narrator when Kathy would come on the scene because she just had that like. It wasn't an overt feminine voice. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't try to give anything to his voice to make it like stereotypical female, like, ha, huh, like yeah. airy and stuff. Mm-hmm. He just was able to like take his voice, take it up an, o- an octave that didn't sound forced or faked. And then put an American accent on it. Mm -hmm. And it was Kathy. And it sounded phenomenal. And then the voice for Theo, I think, went perfectly along with Theo's annoying personality. Yeah, yeah. It just, it really fit perfectly. Mm -hmm. These were two narrators that I felt, while they might not have been like in the same booth recording because one's in diary entries and one is like actually like living in the moment. Yes,
0: but they had a good chemistry. I
1: still feel like they had a great chemistry with each other. Mm -hmm. I wanted Theo and Alicia to like, be together Ooh. which i don't even understand like if that was a point like i don't okay. think it was all
0: right all right you know what i don't know what greek mythology Ooh. because this is this book was based <gasps> off of yes a greek mythology story which i can't even remember the name because i can't pronounce people's names
1: something with an a
0: Yeah, they mention it in the book. Yeah,
1: they do. But – I don't know. I don't don't know. know.
0: But it's based off of that story in a way, but it's more modernized. And it's – that's a really awesome point to make about Alex Michaelides is he can take a passion of his, which was Greek mythology, and turn it into a story that happens every day. Yeah. And the readers not even realize. Yeah. But tell you in the story – it's based off this story.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so it much. makes me want to kind of relearn that mythology. Mm-hmm. I also did like the little shout outs to Freud and the other mm-hmm. theorists. I enjoyed that too because I'm a nerd.
1: Who's your favorite therapist?
0: I was actually just talking about this today. Oh, that's weird. So, Albert Bandora, he invented the Bobo doll.
1: <gasps> that's the one that you punch, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ooh, yeah.
1: So, he's like the inventor of rage rooms.
0: <laughs> kind of. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> and that big Bozo the clown doll that you keep. That keeps like punching and it comes back up.
1: It never goes down.
0: Never goes down. Just
1: like our souls.
0: Yep. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, should we talk about spoilers?
1: <gasps> yes. So, this is the part of the video that we will be talking about spoilers. Mm-hmm. So, I think we both are going to shelf yes, it.
0: Yes, definitely we'll be shelving yeah. this. If
1: you don't want to be spoiled, then. Bye. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And subscribe to us. We
0: forgot to mention that earlier. Yes,
1: oopsies. Oops. But bye. Okay, time to talk about spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) We back. So the spoilers for this book, the twist at the end where Theo kind of – Throughout the book, you have Theo in the uh, mental hospital Mm -hmm. and then you have Theo in his personal life. And so that that story, that flow of like Theo is here at work and now he is going home to Kathy and they are doing things, going out to dinner and doing all that stuff, I completely thought was the same present day happening. Mm. So when it looped back around with Alicia's diary entries, which were in the past, I did not realize that Theo was going back in a circle and was the shadow figure oh of Alicia's goodness. like nightmares for that week or so.
0: That scene. Was so intense.
1: It was so well done.
0: I had to listen. I had to go back and listen to it again because I think yeah. I thought I missed a lot of it. Yes. And I was like, wait, I gotta, I gotta go back and listen.
1: Oh my god.
0: And it was so well done. The fact that they were t- like tied up back to back.
1: Oh my god. And
0: Theo was like, you're gonna have to kill her or him. It was just like one of those Sophie choice moments.
1: And she realized that Gabriel didn't love her. And
0: then Gabriel was like, yes, shoot her, like, I, like, or yes. kill her or whatever. And she was just like, what the. What in the world? Yeah.
1: Like Brad initially thought that uh, Theo killed Gabriel.
0: I must have missed it. I was like, Theo shot him.
1: So that's why he went back and he re-listened, which is the importance of re-listening and why we love audiobooks, because you can just easily go back to a certain chapter and be like, I'm going to re-listen to this.
0: It was chapter nine. Yep. We're in the part five.
1: Oh, part five. Part five, <laughs> chapter nine. I also had so many suspects for this, and I feel like Brad figured it out like kind of not right away, but
0: I mean, I had a hint. I was like, Theo, my disgust for Theo was like he's narcissist. Yeah. I feel like he has something to do with this. He's he's too infatuated with Alicia. Mm-hmm. There's something going on. Mm-hmm. And when and there was like some moments where he and Kathy weren't good, but they weren't getting to that point. Yeah. And until you find out Kathy was sleeping with Gabriel. Yeah. I was like, oh my God.
1: That was the twist. I did not expect Kathy to be sleeping with Gabriel. And then I did not expect Theo to go all like, I don't want to lose my wife. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make the other person pay, which is like,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: why would you not confront Kathy? Like, first of all.
0: But Kathy gets what she deserves at the end. She
1: really does.
0: She gets- like kind of what was the word that you used? Not vegetable, but
1: she turns into like a potato, a, a person. potato,
0: like a stump, a stu- yeah, a bump on the log, a
1: bump on the log. That's yes. what she used. Yes,
0: she got what was coming to her. Yeah, and she was upset because her love of the li- of her life, Gabriel, dead
1: was dead. And it also just gave like this amazing insight into what happened that night. Like why when the cops came, Alicia's wrists were cut and they mm. thought she was trying to kill herself again because Alicia tried previously, which was also a misunderstanding. Yeah. Which was very like interesting to find out through her diary entries mm-hmm. and her cousin. Mm. And it, there was just like all these people that I thought could have done it. The brother-in-law. Yeah. Who was obsessed with Alicia as well. Max, There right? was another. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. There was another um, doctor that was kind of obsessed with her Mm -hmm. and had actually been seeing her in a doctor-patient capacity like prior to Gabriel's Mm -hmm. murder. And so like it just completely took me by surprise, Mm -hmm. which is why in our initial review without spoilers, I said that I really enjoyed it because I completely missed – like I feel like I missed the cues Mm. that I should have picked up one. Mm
0: -hmm. And I I
1: think like – You tapped into Theo's like
0: therapist
1: mind and we're like, I know you as a narcissist. I
0: was like, like, boy, you hide in something. You got an an agenda.
1: See, I always just armchair diagnose people, Mm -hmm. but you actually know the ways of diagnosing people. So like you can diagnose like all day Mm -hmm. long and I'm just sitting there like I'm going to Google sociopath. Um, So we're going to definitely shelf it. Um, awesome story. The twist, depending on who you are, if you're a me and not tuned into like therapist minds how they work, um, you'll probably be surprised. If you're not, or if you are tapped into that person, mm-hmm. you will probably like be able to pick it out. But it's still an awesome mm-hmm. adventure. Also,
0: if you're really um, insightful about timelines.
1: Yeah, yeah, which, yeah,
0: yeah, you know, that's a big part of the book is it, this big timeline. Mm-hmm. So if you know that, you're good. Yeah. But – which is surprising because I never know timelines.
1: I was surprised when you said it because I was like, what did I miss?
0: I was like – because you're always like, oh, yeah, it was this, this. I'm like, oh, my God, what did I, what I miss, what did I miss? But this
1: time it was meaning like, <laughs> what did I miss? I'm telling you, I think it was because – the career path that Theo was in.
0: Yes. I, like, I definitely I think that. you connected with it. Yes, I did. I yeah. Did.
1: So anyway, that will conclude our spoiler mm-hmm. chat. Um, if you want to pick up The Silent Patient, please, please do. It's one of the hot books.
0: Yeah, it was one of the most... Read most reviewed books of 2019.
1: Yeah, so definitely go pick it up. We actually have an Audible link, it's like down below that I can add in there so mm-hmm. you can get your 30 day free trial yes. and sign up. And
0: we, also, Libro
1: yeah. FM,
0: Libro, Libro, that one, right? That yeah, one. yeah, Libro,
1: no, no, this one, Libro, left, your left hand,
0: but that's for me, but this is for them. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm.
1: You're so smart. <laughs> So Libro.fm, we will also leave our sign-up link down there. You can get a 30-day free trial of that. And Mm -hmm. some free books. Free books. (laughs) Um, And also, please follow along with us on social media. We are on Twitter at AudioshelfMe, Instagram at AudioshelfMe, and Facebook at Audioshelf. And Patreon. And is down there, too.
0: Yes. And before we end, make sure to click that red button down below to subscribe to our channel.
1: Yes. So.
0: Until next time. Bye. Oh, now you're the silent patient. (laughs) This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday.
1: If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest books and topics for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me.
0: We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening.